The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. That it is. Welcome to Hour 2 of On the Block. We're with you two to four weekdays here on 93.7 The Ticket. And everywhere you get 93.7 The Ticket. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter streams are up and running for you. We have our free app for your phones, as well as Allo Channel 951 for any of you that have Allo. I highly recommend it. I use it. We use it here at the station. Really appreciate them and all they do. Aloe Fiber, where they understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. Big thanks to Jake Eisenberg, voice of the Royals, for joining us in our number one. Big thanks to Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul for sponsoring our show. They're back open tomorrow. Make sure you get yourself down there. And hey, here's the thing. Perfect. Grab it and go on Friday night. Sit down with a plate of Mary Ellen's. Watch the Huskers roll up a 40 burger on Illinois. Yeah, um, that's a, that's, like that's that. the hope. That's the hope. Um, also, give a shout out to Sutter Heyman Text Line, yes. uh, where you guys are consistently um, keeping us on our toes as well as helping us in times of need. When we do call upon you, we thank you guys as well. And the Sutter Heyman Text Line Jewelers for uh, also giving us the line to do so. Um, yeah, man. Um, that's all we can hope for at this point. I think... When I speak about the talent level, I don't want to say it was we over, you know, overestimated, overestimated mm-hmm. on the on the talent level. I don't I don't know if I want to say that. Um, I do see some good things. I, I do see some good things out there. I think, I think the 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 Jeff Sims situation is one that could give you pause. Because it, 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 it's 
it's one of those things where you you knew what it was. Mm-hmm. It, it, you knew what it was. So was it an overestimation on the talent or was it an overestimation as to you being the guy who can turn it around? Their ability to develop sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. So so my 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 the way I look at things is I look to try to uh underpromote and overperform. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you put your your whole eggs into a, a specific basket, then I think it it opens you up for for some troubles. Now, at the wide receiver position, have we missed? I don't know. In recruiting, absolutely. I mean, the number of receivers yeah. that have gone out the door in the last five years is astronomical. Now, now let, let's let's just sit here and be real. A lot of what has transpired over the last few years. It was outside of the the rules, so I can't mm-hmm. totally place judgment on that because coming in, being fresh, it's tough to be so coach. So you've got to recruit guys that are here, or you've got to assess guys. Then you've got to decide on if they're going to be the ones, and then you go out there and and get some that you think you're going to hit on, and maybe mm-hmm. they just don't hit. Um, what what I would say is Mickey Joseph was a phenomenal wide receiver recruiter. Say what you will, he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's where a lot of the talent came in. Now, can is his name Garrett, right? Yeah, Garrett McGuire. Yeah, can Garrett be that? We'll see. Getting a lot of flowers for getting a couple Thunderbirds, right? In in Hall and McMorris, but they're not on campus yet. They can't help yet. Yeah. Um, Malachi Coleman is is on the field, but it's impossible to call him a difference maker. He's not alone. I mean, he's not the only freshman wide receiver not making a difference here or across the country. But that's a position where upgrades are necessary. Or, or just bodies, even to some degree. Well, and that's and that's why I say um, my my mind just drew a blank. But the young man that just we lost to Colorado. Oh, Amarian Miller. Amarian Miller. Mm-hmm. God, went we, off against USC. Could we have used an, a, a young fellow like that? You know, mm-hmm. I mean. But guess who recruited him? Mick. That's the other question, though. If he was at Nebraska, would he be making the same impact? Well, that's no. My, we don't throw the ball. Would we throw the ball more if we had it? Well, you know I, that's I, that's the the chicken and the egg. That here's here's my my biggest thing when I there, look at that's this a talent. Good question. Right, my biggest thing when it comes to the talent on the roster, Strick, is is it the chicken? Is it the egg? Is it the coaching staff? Is it the players? Obviously, it's both. They both need to be better. Matt Rule yesterday said there are NFL guys on this roster, NFL caliber players on this roster that need to play like it. Michigan's NFL guys played like NFL guys. Nebraska's didn't. Who? That's my question. Who are they? Why don't we see them? <laughs> Are they being held back by the coaches? Are they not in the right schemes for their talents? Or is Matt Rule overcompensating? Is he trying to get them to believe in that by saying it in public? Because right now, Strick, I can't tell you any Nebraska player I would pick before the sixth round of the NFL draft this coming year. And yes, that's an NFL player. Yes, that's a dream accomplished. But when you look at Michigan's NFL talent, that's going rounds one, two, three. Nebraska's NFL talent recently with the exceptions of Cam Jurgen and, and Cam Taylor Britt, has been essentially day three talent, which again, is the NFL. I don't want to knock them for it, but there's a difference in the, the caliber of NFL talent. That's a fact. 402-464-5685, Sutter Heyman text line. I listen, without bias, seriously. Now, if you throw some stuff out there and I, and, and I see it, <laughs> I'm going to be like, come on, bro. Like, let, let, let's be real. You know what I mean? Like, Tell me, 
is you go up and down this roster for the Nebraska Cornhusker football team, who could you see being a day one or a day two? And be honest, please. 402-464-5685, we would love to hear and address that because, to be honest, I don't see it. Not at the quarterback position. Not on the offense. Not even at the – nothing on the offense. We can Um, forget that. um, I got one guy on defense right now. Quentin Newsom. Newsom, maybe. But that's that's but a, that's, a don't think that's a day two, probably day three. I yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, maybe, maybe a late day two, but I don't, I don't know. I, I'm still, you know, the jury's still yet to be out on that. Hartzog, we'll see. They're really high on him. He's made some plays, but then you have Minnesota, you know, seared into your brain. The safeties, yeah. Omar Brown and Deshaun Singleton, before they were, uh, before Singleton went down. They're performing fine, but not necessarily NFL caliber or early declarations. Yep, they're ready to go. The linebackers have some decent counting stats, right? Like Reimer and Hendricks, they have some counting stats. They have some ability, but they're still struggling against some college teams. It's not always pretty on tape for those guys. Again, respect what they're doing. There's some of the heartbeats of that defense, but I think those are guys that are going to be solid to good college players, but not NFL guys. Is Ty Robinson an NFL guy? Uh, is Nash Hutmacher an NFL guy? Um, you know, maybe down maybe the road. Maybe down the road, Nash has has potential to be a good three four type of guy. Um, I like how he takes up space and he works up and through. I don't think his speed and footwork and agility is big enough, and I don't think. He, I, I think he's kind of like on the teeter totter. He's kind of like uh, maybe you know you might take a chance on him, but definitely not no day one or day two. There he might be seven, right? Yeah. I don't want to write any of these players off, right? They're still young enough. Still time. There's still time. To your point, that there ought to be more in most of these guys than they're showing right now. Some of that is on the player, I'm sure, right? Can, can you do a little bit more film work? Can you do an extra rep to get your feet a little bit better? Can you, can you be in the weight room a little bit more? Can you recover better so you're better able to, you know, go the next practice, the next game? I'm sure some of it's on the players, but some of it's on the coaches too. Are right. you connecting with your players? Is your message getting through to them? Do you know how to connect with them? Are you correctly identifying what the issue is? Are you making guys change and do things your way just because it's your way? Whereas if they're comfortable doing things a different way and they're succeeding at it, why are you trying to change them if they're making plays? I don't know what's all going on behind the scenes and in the background, but Strick, this is again where I go back to everyone has to be better. If this is a developmental staff, I really wish we would have seen more development, more early signs of it, even through just five games. Yeah, um, I'm going to go to the, the solder Heyman text line because um, I, I do want to address this this specific text from... Uh, Unnamed texter 5277 where he says, and just think a week ago all you guys talked about was how NU had a top rush defense in the country. Uh, I'm, I'm going to push back on that a little bit. I think even if you even if you happen to be listening to me and uh, Nick where we address specifically where they fit uh, as far as the, I think it was the get off, the get off the field rate. Stop or, rate. Stop rate. Yeah. So I don't think that we stood there on that. We kind of alluded to it's potentially smoke and mirrors and how it was going to be tested. They haven't been tested until they've got into this game. So I don't I, I don't want to say that we were all oh, rah rah. No, I'm, I'm not going to say other people. I'm 
you know, you might have had that going on with some other folks. But I know specifically we, you know, we were like, it's potentially smoke and mirrors mm-hmm. because we, we now the hope was because in the early stages before preparation for the Michigan game, Austin, I specifically said it's going. I thought it would be 41 to seven Michigan. Now, as I began to look at the stats, as I began to look at the home, as I began to hope because I was going to the game that they were going to put on a better show and they would use that aspect of their defense to hopefully give them a chance. But if they didn't do specific things, I said it was going to be more towards what I, <laughs> where, uh-huh. where my score was and it's we're not going to be able to score. And that's what happened. So I, I don't know. I had a little pushback on that. The rush defense and even the sack numbers, right? You don't want to say they're misleading because numbers are numbers. Nebraska earned every bit of its, you know, national spot in rush defense. It did a good job against the teams on its schedule. Well, there wasn't a Michigan on the schedule before Michigan. Right. Right. You didn't face one like that. Uh, what, half of your sacks? Eight of your sacks came against Colorado. Eight of your 14 were in one game against the Colorado offensive line that we're seeing now is probably the biggest issue with that team. Again, you have to credit Nebraska for getting there. They took advantage of it. Now, not enough to win, but they boosted their numbers up. But I think we've been consistent in saying that, Strick, that you give them credit for it. They've got to prove it against better, more consistent Mm -hmm. competition. And just because the defense is better than or ahead of the offense doesn't mean it's elite. No. Yeah, I don't think we've ever said that. Um, unnamed text. Well, no. Harold Harold Sphere says Sue was a questionable player as well until Bo had a chance with him, and then he exploded. His first year was very mediocre. Um, yeah, and that's what we're hoping for at Nebraska. Now, mm-hmm. again, um, even though you may have and your defense may come along, and they may, you know grow accustomed to coach white and it starts to become good. I mean, you just look at how long that can only be sustainable. Just look across the, across the border with Iowa. They, 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 they just, they can't do it as good as their defense is. They just continuously can't do that. So my thing is, um, I understand that, but the still, this still remains this point in college football will remain. I think until something changes, you have to have a strong quarterback. Always and forever. If you don't, it doesn't matter to me how good your running back is, how good your skilled positions are. Even if you have a good running game, they can they can do some things scheme wise to make and force you to have to make decisions at the court. And if your quarterback is not solid, I mean, if he's mediocre at best and he's not solid or elite, you're not going to win games. And just, just just look at. Just look at USC. USC's defense is horrid, porous, wretched. But because they have such a great quarterback, it is able to get over a lot of those hurdles that most... What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Other teams can't get over. Mm-hmm. Just look at Utah. As good and as powerful as their run game is, physical they are, defense is, without Cam Rising and an elite quarterback, they end up coming and falling. DJ Uliangale, Uliangale had as having a pretty good season Solid. compared to what mm-hmm. he had. Like, Solid winning games. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you can just go up and down the spectrum and get a better understanding as to why that looks the way it looks. Look at you know Pitt football for example. They have Kenny Pickett, who no, not exactly lighting it up in the NFL. Great college quarterback, uh, a Bandicanda at running back. You know to to compliment him, but they downgrade from him to you know Keaton Slovis or Phil Jerkovic. And you see the drop off. Carolina football, you know, got interesting when Trubisky, again, thank you him what you will in the NFL, mm-hmm. to, to Sam Howell, to Drake May. Quarterback boosted them up. Even Duke football. Kentucky. Kentucky. Lovis. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Quarterback play matters. It does. It absolutely has to matter. Even though it doesn't translate. Right. But in where you are, mm-hmm. it matters. I'll in use college. a Michigan example of this, right? There wasn't a lot asked of J.J. McCarthy. Um, against Nebraska, and not in a lot of games, right? But if you're going to play a Michigan style, if you're going to play an Iowa style, a traditional, you know, pre-this-year Wisconsin style, maybe you don't need a Caleb Williams or a Drake May or a Michael Penix to be able to pull it off at that level. But your quarterback then, in those moments where you do need him to convert that third and seven, or you have a false start, it's third and 11, something like that, he has to be able to make those throws in those big moments. Even if you're not asking him to throw it 50 times, the 15 that he does throw, he has to be good at it. Mm-hmm. He has to be able to deliver. Yeah, And that's where I think um, 4491 is saying, um, you know, in the Big Ten West, you don't even need a good quarterback to win the division. You don't need a quarterback. to. You need a good quarterback. You just don't need a quarterback to carry your team. But guess guess what uh, but gets Aiden you O'Connell, guess what Aiden O'Connell took a very mediocre Purdue team mm-hmm. and took them to, to head the division. You know, to the top of the division uh, in the West. But look, um, unnamed texter 4332. No, listen, <laughs> we're not writing the team off Far saying, from it. saying that smoke and mirror. No, what we were saying is, is they hadn't been tested and this was going to be their biggest test. Mm-hmm. We still think there's possibilities for the goodness of what they are to continue to shine through. We're not saying or writing them off. So please don't, don't think that's what we're saying. We're saying that was going to be the thing that shows you if it's real or if it's not. And it's not at this point that it doesn't work in the West. Mm-hmm. It's just not at a level to where they can basically compete at the highest levels of college football. And, 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 and if they can't do it in the West – 
against some of the best of the East, then they're going to struggle. May make a bowl game. I think they're good enough to win games in the West to make a bowl game. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not writing that part of it off. But if it falls any lower, you're going to still kind of be tested in Illinois because they're going to mm-hmm. try you there. Uh, Maryland's going to try your uh, uh, your three your three three five in a passing area mm-hmm. with some run, not as much. But who else? Uh, Wisconsin's going to test you, so you're going to get a couple more tests, and then we'll see. We're not writing it off though. I'll say it this way: Michigan was a measuring stick game to some degree because if the numbers were real through the first four games, if there was positive development from players you would have liked to have seen it against Michigan. Maybe it doesn't result in a win. Maybe not everyone still plays well, but you can at least look at it and say, hey, this guy played well against the best competition on the schedule. This aspect of our team has taken a noticeable step forward because why? They made Michigan work for it. They made it tougher than it normally was for Michigan. What we saw strike was a letdown in every capacity, every facet of the game. Matt Rule, Marcus Satterfield, Tony White, the head coach and the two coordinators have spoken the last two days Each one of them has said that. Yeah, You would have liked to have seen signs of that development now, right? We're not saying, oh, you lost to Michigan, season's over. Far from it. We get it. Michigan's good. They played the best game they have all year, in my opinion. Credit to them. Michigan came out and did the darn thing. My point is, if there was development across the board, or more development that we wouldn't have to be asking the question, has there been any development, it would have shown up to some degree against Michigan, and it didn't. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. Um, unnamed Texture 0022 says, I get so sick of talking about quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. Uh, it has to start with the line. Nobody's disagreeing with that. The line is bad. And mm-hmm. I I get disappointed when they're talking about, oh, the Nebraska line, he's been together, and they're still bad. So, I okay, I agree with you on that. That should be the most of the, the of what the talk should be about, how bad NU is up front. Now, I've got pushback on that, and here's why. Colorado almost beat one of the best teams in the country with a more horrible line than Nebraska has. Mm-hmm. We sacked them more than they came even in the realm of sacking us. That's how bad their line is, and yet it's still because of what? A great quarterback, and because of what? One wide receiver that should have been in Nebraska, and because of what? Two other transfer portal guys. So, so I, I, I mm-hmm. so I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. You can still with elite court with elite uh, uh, skilled. Uh, skilled position players, mm-hmm. you can still compete at a level. I, so I don't, you know, I don't buy into that one. Great, gr- good point though, because I agree with you. I think the offensive line is key, especially when mm-hmm. you're talking about Big Ten football. Is definitely that. Yeah. But no, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> no, you miss me with that one. Go this ahead. this text absolutely cracks me up because it's exactly where we started the segment. Fred Not Hoiberg says they still have the potential, they just haven't lived up to where they can be. Why not? <laughs> is it is it just because they've only had five games with this staff? Well, guess what? They had all spring to get better. They had all summer to get in the weight room and get in shape. They had all of fall camp to prove it. And they had plenty of measuring stick games, right? Four games to start the year off. You could have proven something. You haven't yet. Now, five games, one offseason with this staff is less than the three, two, one, four that they had with the previous staff. It's probably hard to undo some of that that they learned, right? And it's not yeah. all going to happen all overnight. But my point, again, overall is either the talent is here or it's not here. Facts. Either the guys are good enough 
or they're not. Okay, if the guys are good enough, why aren't we seeing more? Why aren't we seeing them take a step forward under a staff that prides itself on development? If the guys aren't good enough, if the talent level isn't there, then there's only so much this coaching staff can do in their development. The ceiling is just naturally lower if the physical talent, ability, mental capacity, whatever, isn't there. We still don't know if it's yeah. the talent or the coaching. Yeah. We have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, well, I mean, I don't know what else. You guys you guys are great. You guys, are, there's a lot we could get to, but uh, unfortunately, we can't get, hit all of them. Um, we, we need help. We, I mean, we do. Mm-hmm. I, I think we just need to continue to get better or we need to develop better. I, and, and like I said, we can't assess that in five games. We're going to have to look as we get a little bit more down the road in some of these other te- – because really, if you look at the schedule right now, the next four games are toss-ups. Yeah. The ne- I mean, it, it really is to me. Mm-hmm. If you play your best and you're able at the line to move people – I, I, said, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I told you, if we did not average four, three and a half, no, actually four, four and a half, four yeah. to four and a half mm-hmm. yards per carry against Michigan, we're not winning. Mm-hmm. So that model still stands for me. I have a benchmark. What's yours? What's your benchmark of success? Mine is they must dominate the line in the run game because you're not really passing the ball. Mm-hmm. But in order to pass the ball to the strengths of what your quarterbacks are, you must run the ball. And it's got to be at that four, four and five. You must be in short chain situations. Mm-hmm. Defensively, you've got to hold teams. If, if you're going to allow teams to get 200 yards rushing, you're not going to win if you're Nebraska. It opens up the playbook too much. It gives too much space. In, in in the secondary, because now linebackers probably have to press up more. You may have to bring another guy down in the box. You got to do a little bit more things to alleviate the run because the run is going to establish. Did we win that as far as the time? The three three hours and five minutes under? Oh, yeah. It oh, hit yeah. under. It oh, hit yeah. under. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to get yeah. on Nick about that. Yeah, we, we need We need a bonus, uh-huh. dog, on it. But, yeah, but that's what I'm talking about, man. There's still some things to see, but these next four games is going to tell you a lot about where you are and what needs to be done. Man named Ashley says, why is Nebraska's line bad? Most of these guys were pretty highly ranked on the recruiting services. Are we not developing anyone? That's the question. Was it a <laughs> was question. it a miss in evaluation? Did you think you saw something in these guys? Turns out uh, they actually don't have it at the college level. Or was it a development miss? Plenty of other schools had eyes on these guys, had offers out to these guys. They chose Nebraska and has Nebraska let them down by not developing them to their fullest? It's probably a little bit of both. You know, the coaches have to take ownership of it, of their role in getting their players better. But Strick, you would know as a player, you want control over your own career. You want to have it in your hands to push yourself to get better too. Everyone's at fault. Everyone has to be better. Yeah. Yeah. It's um it's an interesting thing to think about. Glad the sun's coming up. It's changing <laughs> <laughs> the sorrow and the dreary of my day as far as talking about this stuff. Because I don't I don't I'm not trying to put the program down in any form. I, I want success here at Nebraska in all forms of throughout the whole program. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I've got to be real about things too, man. We, we you know, um, I think all of us can say in some form or fashion, we've drunk Kool-Aid over the last three regimes, mm-hmm. you know, at some point, you know, the, the, the coach speak got to us and the, the conversations on the podium were, all fine and dandy, and it looked like all shoots and ladders in Candyland. 
But at the same time, we've got to be real about it now because we're at this point, and I personally, unless I see something different, I think we're two to three years behind. So I'm just going to continue to ask the question, how much patience do you have? That's the question I, I'm done. How much do you have? Do you, as a listener, or you, as a supporter or a fan, do you have two to three years to wait in a mediocre state? Six and six is your is your boundary at this point, right? Mm-hmm. That's what fair. if you if you come in at three and, and nine and nine? How you feel about that? After on the verge of breaking through last year mm-hmm. with the turmoil that you had to deal with, you still almost broke through with that team that you had. A lot of these guys are back. Some brought in new. But mm-hmm. at the same time, how much patience do you have for the outcome? Let us know. What are those numbers for him, Strick? I, six and six. As far as six and six is the boundary number. Mm-hmm. And I believe we're two to three years behind. If you think I'm wrong... Tell me then where and what avenue, I mean, what area on the football team is going to get us there based on what we've seen. I I don't think it can totally be relying on the defense. I just Mm -hmm. don't think we're elite on the defense yet. Now, if you make some additions, you get you a Chase, Chase, uh, what's my guy with the uh, commanders? Uh, Chase Young. You get you a Chase Young in here. You get you a new Indomitian Sioux. You Mm -hmm. find you... Uh, a Patrick Sertain, on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and get, preferably one of each. <laughs> get, 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 get me a, now, now I might be able to say, well, shoot, the defense might be able to do something. But when I see them doing Barney uh, in the running, you, you, you love me, let me hold you and tackle thee. <laughs> no, strip the freaking ball. Get in there, dig it out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was like, eh, okay, we're just going to lay you down here. No, get in that thing. You've got to figure out ways to create opportunities. And, and I don't know. I don't see it from us, to be honest. Not yet. Not yet. 402-464-5685. Keep your thoughts coming. We were going to talk some NFL. We might just keep the Husker conversation rolling. Let us know uh, your thoughts on Husker football, 402-464-5685. Or if you're on the stream, you can drop a comment there. We'll see it and get to it as we continue on the block after this. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.